Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Katherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning in to your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to Tuning In. I am so happy that you're here today. What a beautiful day it is today. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, spring vibes like crazy, and it feels really good. And it's refreshing because I will say the past couple of weeks, few weeks, I've been going through it and I want to be totally transparent with you guys and I'm not going to get into it too much right now because I'm still I'm still in it but there's been a lot of shifts for me energetically lately and I'm on a brand new spiritual journey, healing journey, really going inward and just really paying attention to myself, my soul on a soul level more than I ever have in my entire life. And I mean, I thought I had already (laughs) done that, but I am reaching new levels of healing, inner, 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 deep, deep, deep wound healing that I've really never experienced before. And it's taken me for a loop. (laughs) Like emotionally, I'm all over the place and I'm feeling it physically in my body as things are shifting. I've been having migraines. I've been needing a lot of extra rest and just a lot has been coming up and there's going to be a lot of changes actually with mind, body, spirit, mama and my business and what that's going to look like and how I'm going to be showing up in the, the days, the weeks, the months to come. So I want you to kind of stay tuned because as I'm going through all of this, as I am experiencing these changes, my life is really changing very drastically and how I want to show up as a person, as a coach, as a mom, as a wife. So things are going to be shifting. I don't know what that's going to look like just yet, but I'm giving you a heads up to stay tuned for that. And I will be as transparent as I possibly can as I sort of evolve and shift into this new state of of being and who I am. And I love you guys so much. So I want you to follow me along on this, on this journey. And I don't want to hide completely, but, um, I just want to say there will be some changes for sure happening. So that's just a little bit of a of a personal life update. Some pretty, pretty deep, crazy stuff going on. On another note, we're still in Costa Rica right now and we are up in the mountains again. So we've been kind of in the beach area, on the coast, back to San Jose. We are now a little bit south of San Jose in a teeny tiny town called San Pablo and people who have visited Costa Rica probably have no idea what I'm talking about but we're staying on a coffee and avocado farm right now which is pretty adorable this little cottage is so so sweet so we're here for another week and then we're going to be heading to the Pacific coast which is pretty exciting because we haven't been to that side yet and I'm really looking forward to seeing some sunsets again it's been a while so woohoo 
I want to get on to the topic of the day, which I think is so fitting for where I'm at right now too. I'm feeling this very deeply, but I was thinking the other day, like, what advice could I give my listeners, give my clients, give my loves that could be really helpful for them with what they could possibly be going through right now. And what I'm seeing a lot in my coaching business, in my, just in my life in general, like even with my friends and things like that is burnout, overwhelm, you know, like pushing ourselves to the limit and not really knowing where to support ourselves, what things we can do, like the little things that can make a big difference in our ability to function (laughs) day to day. And I get what it's like. And if you know my story, you know that I experienced some major, major burnout in my life pre having kids, like before even having kids. And it was a journey of healing on a very physical level that was very intense and amazing at the same time. And I am happy to say that I have reversed that burnout on a physical level for sure. That does not mean that I do not still experience overwhelm in my life. And, you know, even removing myself from the day-to-day, you know, the typical ins and outs of lifestyle back home when we were in Canada, now we're on this adventure. It's like, I'm still experiencing overwhelm. I haven't escaped that completely. There's, It's just a new style of life and new challenges that continue to present themselves. So my life is not in any way perfect. It is not in any way like rainbows, lollipops all the time. There are major challenges and things that come up and things that I'm working through, you know? So I want to provide you with some support based off of what I know, what I'm working on, what I know to really, really be helpful as well when you are dealing with overwhelm, when you're dealing with burnout and how to best support your body, your mind, and your soul as well. So let's dive in. I've got a few different things. I think I've got about six, but I want to start with one of the biggest things that I see that is it's like so simple, but it's so difficult to implement. It's like, okay, what is one thing we can do to support our physical bodies that is nourishing, nourishing ourselves with nutrients. We need to eat (laughs) and we need to eat foods that are going to support our adrenals, our nervous system, support our digestion, helping us feel energized because without that, like how are we supposed to function, right? How are we supposed to move throughout our day being able to do all the things that we want to do? So nourishing our bodies with actual food and healthy whole nutrients is so, so, so important. What I often see, especially my moms out there, okay? Like this is, this is a podcast for my mamas because we're always putting ourselves last, right? And when I talk about nourishing our bodies, I'm not talking about grazing all day long. This is something I want you to stop doing. Stop grazing all day long. That means grabbing snacks here and there, grabbing a piece of bread, putting some peanut butter on it, having a banana half an hour later, and then having a granola bar. You know, like the habit that we get into where we're just kind of snacking all the time is 
doing us such a huge disservice. Why is that? Because you are already stressed out, okay? 99% of us are in this kind of like stress on and off or chronic stress that you're experiencing or you're in complete burnout, right? Where you're just in this fight or flight mode that you cannot get out of. Your adrenals are out of whack, your nervous system gone crazy, and your body is not digesting properly when we're in that state. Everything completely halts when we are in this fight or flight mode. So if you are constantly putting food into your body and your body is not able to digest that food properly, you are going to store it as fat. You are going to have indigestion. The food is just not going to sit properly in your body. You're not going to be able to utilize the nutrients effectively. So your body needs to have a rest and digest mode, right? You need to be in that mode. You need to have that time. You have to create that space for yourself to actually assimilate nutrients. So a huge piece of that is trying to calm down. But if you're already in a stress state, the best thing to do is stop grazing. So give yourself three key meals in the day. And that takes a lot of effort. I know it takes a lot of work because you have to plan, you have to prioritize, you have to prepare, you have to prepare a meal, right? Not just like grabbing a snack, grabbing and going while you're running out the door, while you're driving in your car, right? It's something where you have to actually prioritize that time to sit down and have a well-balanced meal. And when I say a well-balanced meal, I mean proteins, fats, carbohydrates, like I wanna see it all on that plate and it be a full meal. And then you can give yourself that space and that time to digest your meal. And so you don't necessarily need to snack throughout the day. And if you put in the time to prepare and plan for these meals, you don't have to think about it throughout the rest of the day because it's already ready for you. So three key square meals is the ideal, but I will say, I mean, if you can do two, that is great as well. So, I mean, if you can have a sit down, focus on your breakfast and focus on your dinner and, you know, you grab some snacks for lunch or something like that, that's okay. It's not always easy. Maybe breakfast is the meal that you kind of have a quick smoothie on the go kind of thing. And then you sit down and have a nice lunch and a nice full dinner. It's amazing what I can tell you, you will start to experience. You will feel more full. You'll feel more satisfied. You will be more in tune with your hunger cues throughout the day. And your blood sugar will be more balanced, which is amazing because when we are stressed out and our blood sugar is up and down and all over the place, it is, again, it's doing us a huge disservice because we are craving that energy. And so what do we reach for? stimulants. That's another thing. We'll talk about stimulants as in like coffee or energy drinks or alcohol at the end of the day, you know, all these types of things, sugar. So if there's one thing that I can say right off the bat, it is stop grazing, stop snacking all day long and really focus on sitting down with your meal, three square meals a day, nicely balanced. And it will really help to Make sure that you are more nourished with these whole food sources as well. So you will be able to take that time to sit down, 
enjoy your meal without distractions is key as well. And really just take that time to eat enough food to fuel your body. This is what I see so often is that if you are kind of grazing all day and you're snacking all day, you feel like you're eating a lot of food, but it's not nourishing enough. You're not necessarily getting the variety of nutrients that your body needs to provide that energy that that you require to function and brain function, right? Not just like energy on a physical level, but like brain functioning, capacity, memory, all of that kind of stuff. So that is a really, really big one. And I really want to drive that home is like, try your absolute hardest to stick to two or three meals, balanced meals a day and stop grazing. That is number one (laughs) to support your burnout, your overwhelm, focusing on that is super, super important. Number two, and this is one that I am working really hard on as well. And I know the benefits and the key importance of this. And that is stop staying up late. Stop staying up late. Do yourself a solid and go to bed by 10 o'clock. And I know, I know, I know I'm probably going to be getting a lot of like, but that's my only time for me time. I need that time to get things done. I need that time to clean up after dinner. I need that time to read, to like decompress after my day. What if? Now just hear me out. Like for the next week, you just prioritize going to bed at 10 o'clock every night for a week and just see what happens. And there's so much science that backs up the importance of doing this. Honestly, between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., this is when us as humans get the most beneficial hormonal secretion and recovery. So it's very, very important that we are actually asleep at that moment throughout that time period. That is part of our circadian rhythm. If you are in sync or if you were trying to sync up your hormonal cycle, your circadian rhythms, this is the time of the day where your body is in the most recovery, repair, regrowth mode. And it's super, super important if you are in overwhelm, if you are in burnout, if you're trying to recover mentally, physically, emotionally, you need to be asleep between the time of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. That is just key. So that's a little bit of a buffer too. So it's really like 11 and one approximately, but if you can be in bed by 10 and asleep by 10, 30, 11, that will do absolute wonders for your body. And if you've heard of Sean Stevenson, he was one of the first kind of health gurus that I followed many years ago that really focused on sleep. He has a book called Sleep Smarter. He also has a book called Eat Smarter, I think, but Sleep Smarter. And it goes through all of the ways we can really support our body to sleep well. And if we are feeling overwhelmed, if we are going through burnout, if we are really stressed out during the day, our body needs rest. Our body needs sleep and not just like you know, basic sleep, we need deep, well cycles to rest and actually recover. That is the most important piece of this. It's not just like just sleep. It's like we need good nourishing sleep. It's the same with food, right? It's not just like any type of food. It's like we need good, whole, organic, nourishing foods to repair and recover. So 
that is number two, really trying your hardest to get to bed early and give yourself that sleep. And I know that things come up and I know that especially, you know, when you've got kids, especially young babies, sometimes you're up and you're down and you're co-sleeping or you're whatever you're doing. It's not always going to be that way, but trying your best to get in your bed by 10 o'clock and having a nice bedtime routine is really going to support that. So if you need that extra recovery, if you need that extra support, sleep is going to be your absolute best friend. So that's number two. Number three has to do with movement, body movement and exercise. So there's kind of these two ends of the spectrum when I see clients who are in overwhelm or who are burnt out or who are overly stressed. They are either over-exercising or they are not moving their body at all. There's like the two extremes, right? So when I say over-exercising, it is, If you are somebody who is experiencing stress and burnout, you should not be exercising, period. And when I mean exercising, I mean like your heart rate should not be going up like crazy. You should be moving your body, but not pushing yourself to extremes because it is just adding on extra physical stress. Your body can't handle it at this moment. So focusing on rejuvenating, calming body movement exercises is going to be the most beneficial if you are overwhelmed, if you are experiencing burnout, if you are tired, if you are stressed. So right off the bat, if you are in that mode, in that space, we need to pull back the physical activity. And I know it's hard for some people who are, you know, those A-type personalities. I see you, I hear you, I was you. I like wanted to run all the time. I wanted to lift really heavy. I wanted to do those HIIT workouts. I thought it was super important. And thinking about it right now, it just like makes me feel dizzy actually. And I do love high intensity workouts, but there's a time and a place for them. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, it is not the time or the place. And I'm sorry to say that. And it is, you know, it's confrontational sometimes, especially with like personal trainers or people who are super, super active. They're like, I don't want to hear that. And it really is like, okay, well then you have to think about like the long-term effects of that. And if you're already experiencing stress, adding that on is not going to support your rest and recovery. And that's what we want to focus on with helping you feel less overwhelmed, right? And and heal that burnout too. So, and I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying don't move your body. It's about finding body movements that are rejuvenating, that make you feel really good, that lift you up, that bring you joy. And what does that look like in a space that is not overwhelming, that does not provide added stress to your body? So that could be something like walking. It could be jumping on a trampoline. It could be swimming. It could be going for a hike in the, I was going to say jungle. I know a lot of you guys aren't around the jungle. In the forest, it could be You know, it could be stretching, it could be yoga, it could be light Pilates, like whatever that is, I want you to find some type of body movement that does bring you joy because body movement is actually very important, especially if you are feeling stressed, but it's the right type of body movement that that is key that we are looking for here. So we want to move our bodies. We need to move our lymphatic system, you know, keep things draining, keep things flowing and supporting that body movement actually also helps to hydrate your cells. So we want to keep that. 
it's very important, but it has to be in the right capacity. So that is number three. Do not overexercise, but also do not be absolutely you know, stagnant. We don't want that either. There has to be a happy medium to find and enjoy without the added stress. Okay. That's number three. Number four. Okay. So this is, this is a tricky one and I want to drive this home and I want to like give you guys a big hug because I know you're all out there and you're trying to do it all. You're trying to do it all. There's so much pressure that we hold ourselves to that society has put on us that we feel like we have to handle everything, right? Especially the moms who are taking care of children. It's like you feel like you have to take care of them. You have to take care of the household. You have to do your job. You take care of your partner. You know, you take care of your pets, your animals, like everything. It's like you are the caretaker. And I want to tell you right now that you do not have to do it all by yourself. You don't. And it's hard to hear sometimes because it's like, oh yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, but it's not actually possible, but it is, right? We just have to find a way to ask for help. We have to find a way to take breaks, slow down, you know, One of the best things that I learned from, I don't even know where I learned it, actually. Somebody told me one time that for the day, you know, if you feel overwhelmed with all of the things that you have to do, you're not going to do them all in the day anyways. It's not going to happen. So stop trying to think that you can do it all. You're actually, it's not going to happen. And if you do, you're going to be freaking exhausted and like, you know, in bed by five o'clock. It's just not going to happen. So the best thing for you to do is actually start to prioritize your tasks by what is most important that needs to be done. And if you can pick like three things for your day that you can focus on, you are more likely to accomplish those and have a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment. And when we feel that, our capacity grows and we feel good and we, you know, we feel like we've accomplished something for the day. Whereas if you have a list of 20 things and you accomplish three, you're not going to feel that sense of accomplishment because it's like, okay, yeah, so what? I did these three things, but I have 17 more things that I need to do. So if we just pick the key things that need to be done for that day. It's like, you can focus on three for this day. You can focus on three more for the next day. And then, you know, instead of stressing about it, you have a plan in place and it actually creates just more space for you to achieve these milestones, these, these things that you need to do, these steps throughout your day, these, you know, your priorities and, The ones that you cannot do, you ask for help. You can delegate. You can, you know, you hire out (laughs) whether you actually are hiring or not. You know, I have this conversation a lot with clients too, where it's like, what are some things that you could let go of or allow somebody else to 
take care of for you to create more space because we know the cost of not doing that and we know the cost of doing that and we have to weigh the two. There's going to come a point where you know you are so overwhelmed or you are so stressed out that you need to outsource and that could be finding somebody to help you clean once a week maybe that is finding somebody to help you with your meals maybe that's finding somebody to watch your kids for an hour a day so that you can have that time for yourself you know whatever that looks like and some of those things are costly but the cost of not doing that is so much greater if we look at the long run you're you're burnt out you're burning the candle at both ends and that is not productive either right it's there's a cost to that it's huge so when you can outsource when you can ask for help when you can take a break step back gain a little bit of clarity what is it that i need in this moment you do not have to do it all there is nobody that you know gets to the end of their life and i know this is so like cliche but you know, you're on your deathbed, quote unquote. And, you know, someone says like, what is it that you wish that you had done? It's not like, I wish I did more, right? It's not like I wish that I was like, I worked harder or that I, you know, cleaned my house better or that like all of these things, right? Like if you think about it, we need to start cherishing the quiet moments too and not feel like so much pressure because, it's just burning us out. We're just getting overwhelmed and it's just not worth it at the end of the day. This is a huge one for me. It's like, what are those things that I can cut out? What are those things that I can let go of that are just not serving me in this moment because it's just creating more stress in my life? So think about that. That's a big one. And it's one that can take some reflection and take some time to sit with and really kind of figure out what it is <laughs> for you. But that is one, like stop doing it all. Stop doing it all. And it's okay. It's okay to feel supported too. One that comes with that, and this is number five, I think, yeah, is stop putting everyone else's needs before your own, right? And I don't know where it came out of, but there just all of a sudden came a time when it was like, oh, moms and women are not supposed to put their needs first. They should just, you know, this like martyr syndrome that we have where it's like we are always taking care of everybody else before our own needs. And it's so backwards because how are we supposed to give ourselves how are we supposed to show up with energy with love with compassion with support how are we supposed to show up in that space when we don't show it to ourselves like hello this is a huge light bulb for me in the past several years where it's like I cannot show up for my family, for my friends, for my kids, unless I am showing up for myself. And what does that look like, right? We have to take care of ourselves. We have to find those opportunities to actually put ourselves first, our needs first, as much as we can. It's not all the time. 100% of the time, you're not gonna be able to put your needs first. People need you, right? But finding that time 
to create space for yourself is huge. It's so, so key and so, so important. So that one just kind of like ties on the the last one that we talked about, like not doing it all, but just showing up for yourself, finding that time, whether it's just five minutes a day, just five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, those little pockets of time that you can sneak in a little bit of breath work, sneak in a little bit of journaling, sneak in like a quiet tea to yourself, whatever that looks like, right? So putting your needs above everybody else sometimes <laughs> it doesn't have to be all the time but sometimes right and being okay with it being okay not feeling the guilt from that this is so important if we want to let go of that overwhelm if we want to heal ourselves we have to take care of ourselves and who better to take care of ourselves than us right we can't expect everybody else to take care of us we need to be able to learn how to take care of ourselves too so that is number five. Number six is another like one that I've already kind of touched on. And that is we've got to stop overdoing it with the stimulants. We have to stop overdoing it, guys. Like I know that we're tired and I know that we're overwhelmed and I know that we have low energy, but it's just going to be this negative cycle if you were constantly fulfilling that or supporting that with stimulants. And what I mean by stimulants is your coffee, right? Your, all the caffeine, your sugar, your alcohol, your drugs, all these things that are going to lift you up in that moment, but it's not sustainable long-term. And that's actually having really negative effects on your adrenals, on your nervous system, on your other body systems, like your digestion on, um, yeah, like on your thyroid too, like your hormones, your metabolism, all of these things that these stimulants are just made to be a quick fix and it's not actually getting to that root cause. And it's hard because when we remove these, we, we don't feel good, right? We don't feel good. If we're taking, if we're drinking five cups of coffee a day and you cut that down to one cup a day, you're not going to feel very good at first. And so if we can, if we can give ourselves that time to heal a little bit and go through that, that messiness, you're going to feel so much better on the other side. And there are so many amazing things that we can do to support our nervous system, to support our adrenals, to support our thyroid and so on and so forth without energy drinks and sugar and all of these like fake energy supports that I would love to support you with this if you have questions because some of my favorites and I don't want you to take this as a recommendation because everybody has their own individual personalized needs but something that has really helped me in my overwhelm or stress support is medicinal mushrooms has been fantastic and other adaptogens as well. So just to give you a little sense as to what medicinal mushrooms are, what that looks like, they are not psychedelic mushrooms, although those can be beneficial in their own space and capacity, but not what we're talking about today. So four of my top favorites. Okay. So we have reishi. 
Reishi mushroom is absolutely amazing for calm. So this is something that if you're like, I'm not tired by 10 o'clock, how am I supposed to calm down? Reishi is amazing to take before bed. It helps to really create a sense of calm. It's great for your nervous system. It's also great for your immune system. All medicinal mushrooms are amazing for immunity, but reishi is the calming mushroom. The other one that's absolutely fantastic is cordyceps. And this is one that you can actually start to replace your caffeine with cordyceps mushrooms because they provide a sense of increased energy, stamina. It supports higher intensity physical activity. So if you are somebody that does move your body a lot, maybe you have a very physical demanding job where you're on your feet a lot during the day, cordyceps is great. If you want to support more physical activity in your life, maybe you're like fitness instructor and you're like, hey, I can't not be super physical. Cordyceps is amazing to provide your body with like real energy that is not like a quick fix, quick stimulant type of like caffeine or sugar. So that's amazing. Another one is lion's mane. Lion's mane saved my life (laughs) during school. It is the brain mushroom. It helps with memory. It helps with cognition. It really helps to support amazing brain function. So lion's mane is great as well as for immunity. And the other one that I really, really love is chaga as well. And it's kind of like the, it does everything really. It's amazing for immunity. It does help with so many other amazing, amazing things. It's all the different mushrooms kind of like combined into one basically. So chaga is is wonderful for that too. If you can find a blend of all of these, that's amazing. But I do find that if you can take them at specific times of the day, it's going to have more of an effect. So reishi at night, cordyceps in the morning, lion's mane, you know, in mid afternoon, when you're feeling those lulls throughout the day, they're really, really helpful. Other adaptogens that can help you with overwhelm, with stress, with adrenal support, nervous system support, rhodiola is really amazing to help with stress, especially on a physical level. Ashwagandha is wonderful for overall mental stress. Holy basil is wonderful as well. Like there's just, there's so many other options when we can remove the stimulants. And I I love my coffee, okay? I love coffee. I love the flavor. I love the smell. I love everything about it. But if I have more than two coffees in a day, like I am like off the chains. I am not what you want to experience <laughs> throughout your day. So I understand the importance of finding a nice balance and understanding how to best support your body systems, okay? So if you feel like you are relying on stimulants to get through your day, that's a good indication that maybe we need to pull back a little bit. Maybe we need to support our body in other ways. So if you want more support with that, if you're feeling like you are overwhelmed, if you are feeling like you're burnt out, please reach out, okay? I have so many resources. I have the support. I have the guidance. I want you to feel like you're not alone in this because I know what it's like. I've been in your position before. Sometimes I still am and I get there and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I need to support myself again, right? I'm human. I'm not perfect and 
I want to be able to support you as well. So if you have questions as to how you can, you know, stop drinking so much coffee so that you can cut the sugar habit so that you can start prioritizing your needs. What does a well-balanced meal look like, right? What If I'm only having three meals a day, what does that actually look like? How should I be building these meals? What is most important to be adding? How can I create a bedtime routine for myself? You know, all of these different areas, if you would like support with that, I'm here. I'm here to help you with that. I have the Back to Your Being program that really sets you up exactly in this space, in this capacity to find what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and to set you up for success so that you are not overwhelmed, so that you are not burnt out, so that you have the tools that you need to really support yourself and feel empowered in doing that on your own, right? I'm just here as a guide. I'm just here to provide you with the information so that you can take that and run with it and do what you need to do to start feeling your absolute best, right? This is at the end of the day, it's like, how do I want to be showing up? How do I want to feel when I wake up in the morning? I don't want to be groggy. I don't want to have headaches. I don't want to feel dizzy. I don't want to be tired. I, I want to wake up and have that energy to do all of the amazing things that I want to do to be in a space that is energizing and fun and that feels really good and achieving my goals and my purpose in life, right? When we're tired, we're just hanging on by a thread. We're just barely surviving. And I know that feeling because I have been there where it's like, I can't do anything today because I can't even get out of bed. And I don't want to ever feel like that again. And I don't want you to feel like that. I want you to feel like you have the energy to do what you're here to do. What is your purpose on this planet? What are you here to do? How are you going to do that? And how are you going to show up in that space and achieve your wildest dreams and your highest purpose, how are we going to do that? I want to support you in doing that. So if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at mind.body.spirit.mama. You can check out my website, which is www.mindbodyspiritmama.com. My programs are there. It's actually under construction right now, but you can still access things. I am coming out with a new website very soon. And yeah, I'm just here to answer your questions. If you want to set up a complimentary discovery call, please do that because I want to just chat with you and see if I can support you or if I have ideas of where you can go to support what it is that you want. So yeah, you can click the link in the show notes. Everything is there. If you found this podcast episode helpful in any way, or you know somebody that it, you think it might be helpful for, please share it. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you always, always, always. So thank you so much for showing up today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you will ever, ever know. Thank you for allowing me the space to share my thoughts, share my experience, share my life with you guys. And I'm so full of, of love and gratitude for all of you. So do not forget to love yourself today. It's so, so important. And I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. Bye.
Before you go, would you like a little bit more information on what burnout is all about? What actually happens in your body when you're feeling stressed and burnt out? Finds the symptoms far beyond just what stress means, but how it's actually affecting your body and how you can reverse all of the negative effects burnout and stress have on your body. If so, I invite you to join me April 18th. That's a Tuesday at 8.30 Eastern time for an absolute free training on how to beat burnout. I'm super excited about offering this free training and I hope to see you there. It's totally free. It's just a way for me to provide you with a little bit more information on what I went through personally through my own journey of how I dealt with serious diagnosed burnout and how I reversed it so that I do not have to experience that anymore. I want to set you guys up with all the tools you can use, all the strategies, tips, things like that to best support you in feeling your absolute best self. So the date is Tuesday, April 18th. You can register at the link in the show notes. It's totally free and I absolutely cannot wait to see you there.